since we are the world's most famous comic book star. I like that new intro, Mike. Pretty cool, right? I dig it. Good morning, boss. I'm assuming we're live right now. Yeah, we're live. Yeah, there was no fanfare there. Yeah, it and doesn't feel like it yet because we just tried out a new intro. That's true. Do, are we? Thank you so much. You're welcome. Sorry um, about that. Are, are we? Um, we're not replacing Shane Bauer, are we? No, we are not. But just, we are trying out that new intro because we. Felt uh, what like it. My, you know, it would really be great if my wife could just like blast that into my eardrums. Wake I mean, up. it is great. Wake it's, up! Wake up! Wake up! It's great. It's great, like coffee. Yes, you know. Well, you don't drink coffee, do you? No. So that's my coffee. Then how the hell do you know it's great, like coffee? Mm-hmm. It's my coffee. It's, it's, your, it's, it's my wake up juice. Your wake, uh, all right, all right, if you want to call Music it that. Music is Christian's wake Perf. up juice. I love that. All right, good deal. I like it. Right. Well, good morning, everybody. Good Welcome morning, Christian. to another episode doing? of Live from the Secret Stash. I am one of three hosts, Christian Cortez, joined always by Michael Zapsic, and to my right, the beautiful and lovely Julia Zapsic. Hey, there we go. Good morning. Good morning. Good, good morning. Good morning. So did you guys have fun last week? We did. Yeah, recording. I'm sorry I, I, I wimped out on you. That's all good. It yeah. was still a good time. No, you, you know, did. I'm getting you... to that point in my life where like all day long, like once I get home and I fed the dogs and I'm sitting there, you know, it's hard for me to get back up and get out again, you know? No, I feel that. Yeah, I, 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 I do. It really is. I'm not gonna lie. I was so tired <laughs> after yesterday, Mike. I almost called you, and I was like, I'm, I, I can't. Oh no! But then I was like, it got closer, and I was like, then music. Then, yes, then you got I some can. music. You had your. your then I heard. The, then I heard Shane's music. music, and I was like, ah, oh, crap. Good morning, Scott and Josie. Yeah, Good morning, guys. So. Hello, happy birthday, useful engine eleven. Hey, happy birthday, dude. This dude always comments on my stuff. Oh, so. is it Streamyard? Yeah, Streamyard. Oh, the, uh, yeah. We're uh, cool. we're on Facebook. We're on the Secret Stash Facebook Mike's page and my YouTube channel. Awesome. Fantastic. And um, what what is their um, their profile pic? What is it? I, it, I you thought saw it was this? Thomas the Tank. Hello, but I think it is. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's the Thomas <laughs> character. Right, very cool. Hello. I mean, hey, that's a useful engine right there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thomas was a useful engine. Very, very. Oh yeah, Fantastic. that would be crazy. Well, that's all the that's all the spillover fans because when I worked for Mattel for the the hot period, I've told this story, right? No, no. not to us. Oh well, uh, well here, here here's a very fun brief story for y'all. So, I've been doing kids music for about like two years i've been really really digging it to the point that i got a project in the works that is going to be really really fun to do um but before that when i was just learning songwriting it was like write what you know so mm -hmm. what i knew i was like well i used to love thomas as a kid i'll write a fucking song about that and then i put it online didn't I've think much of it didn't though. think much of it yeah. two weeks later i go back it's like at like fifty thousand views and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> and i just kind of kept going with it and then eventually i got an email from mattel they were working on this thing at the time called the tcc where they had hired fans to create content for the the official thomas and friends youtube channel so then they contacted me and were like we love your music would you be interested in writing a few songs for us for the the, the youtube channel and i was like absolutely and it was one of the most fun gigs i ever had i my one of the two of the most memorable things i got to do was i got to write a scooby-doo chase song for one of the characters <gasps> and oh, that was awesome. that was a lot of fun and then i got the really rare opportunity to re-record and rewrite the original show's theme song. Wow. 
which was a really, really cool thing to do because then a whole bunch of fans started making their own music videos of it. Aww. And it was fucking amazing. I love it so, when the community comes together and builds on yeah, something. Really it was, like, it was yeah, it was a lot of fun, and I've made a lot of friends in that community to the point that the person who's producing the short film that I'm directing this week is who I met because of the Mattel gig. Oh, how nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. I like when good so, things happen Scott, to good people. You Thank said you. That the sign in the background looks like it's calling Mike an ass. Actually, that's your job. Yeah. Right. But I was. I <laughs> could, that's, that's um, no, that's fine because uh, I know spent, an end table in my house is laughing at me. So. And having, <laughs> spent, uh, yeah, having spent several days um, with me and Michael in Baltimore recently. Um, yes. Does, does he have less or more fodder? Should I should I move Silent Bob? Just could, should I no, scooch we're him good. over? That's fine. All right. You know yeah. what would be awesome? Why doesn't it say why I'm? You... Why does it say I'm an ass? Why does it have to be Mike? Well, because it could I be referring Michael's to right me. The, I think Michael's right I am, in the middle. I'm right in the middle, yeah. and that's why. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine. Why would you want to be called an ass? So I have uh, a just question. To take the, just has to take anyone, some heat off you. Has anyone done shrooms? Because I wonder no, if we did or never. dropped acid. Because I wonder if we did if Silent Bob would actually start to dance in the background. I have no idea what the hell you're I'd talking be, about. Yeah. I'd be Why very would... afraid, regardless if I was sober on shrooms, because I'd be like, I know for a fact that's an inanimate object. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. And yes, you do. You Intrinsically, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, you're just like that. Shouldn't move. And, and my know. wife is like fantasizing know. about dropping shrooms. That's right? like that's if like Brody started talking to you. You'd be like, "What the hell's going Do you on?" Know that yes, that's so funny you say that because yesterday when we it were reorganizing over here, I looked up and it's like, like, he, like, have you ever just been around something and all of a sudden you see it again as if you're seeing it for the first time and yeah. it's kind of like a, like a mental jar. I had that yesterday. Really? Yeah, seriously. I was like, damn, that is a fucking huge Brody. I mean, yeah, if a, he brought that hand down, he could like just crush but, you right into the ground. But, uh, uh, well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. yeah it would hurt a lot. Should, yeah, we, should we turn the, the camera around a little bit? No, I don't think so. I can't. No. I, don't, I, I can't oh, okay, reach. Okay, okay, We're static, so right, yeah, right, let's right. not point stuff I mean, out that nobody think, else can see. I think most people have a general idea because of yours truly, about what the new stash looks like. Yes, yes. So, this is true, this is true. You Hello, Amy. I'm curious, what is your favorite piece of memorabilia in here? Because I have mine, but I'm wondering what yours is. Why, Jules, what's yours? No, don't put me on the spot, because now I have Why to pick. You, you pick. You just put me on the spot. Um, my favorite piece of memorabilia is the sign from the old store. The glass front. Oh, yeah. From the old secret stash, because, I mean, I started going there right after... They opened up like the first month or when two. When it was on Mama. When it was on 69 Mama Street. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I said 69. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, just the history about it, I think, is really mm -hmm. so well, cool. And the yeah. fact that you guys cared enough to preserve that. Yes. When most people would just be like, yeah, fuck it. But now mm -hmm. the person who drew that directed the Grinch. <laughs> yeah. Scott Mosher. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So. Okay, I know what mine is. And I know, and, and it is. And the character I like, but it's not just the character. It's the it's the Iron Bob busting out of the wall in the cool. back by Silent Bob. You can't you can almost see him. He's a little bit off screen, and I just think that it's it's genius what Ernie and Michael and Kevin came up with, like having him literally coming out of the you know busting through the wall. Oh, that was all Ernie right oh, it was there. All was Ernie. All so, Ernie. Yeah, Ernie's gonna slap me silly when he sees me. Because um, that was. I'd like to see him try. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see him try. See him like 
flat on his back, <laughs> just looking up going, what the fuck did I do? Me and Ernie are solid. It's fine. But sorry, Ernie. I should have given you all the credit. Yes. So that, I think I think that is like, I, I just it's just delightful. It just delights me. I don't know. I don't even know why. Just because it's a little bit whimsical. Like, yeah. you know, like that here, here you're building this new space and and you're ripping apart the new space too to kind of like reveal something. Plus I'm always... I like hidden stuff. Too. I always, whenever I come in here, I always think about what it looked like before, and I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes, that was awful. So you do you know that I saw the horrible. first and the second in the series, but I don't think how many did you do? You did four. Three I did or four. I did like seven or eight. Seven or eight. Yeah. And I really, I really need to get back and look. At I that. think so. I'm when not. We're, I kind of forgot. What we're talking about is, hey, good morning, Jack. Hey. Good morning, Matthew. Hello. What we're talking about is, uh, um. Christian did a wonderful series, a video series, when um, the new space was being built out. No, but it wasn't like monthly videos. And so you could kind it of follow like, along tried to do with, weekly. like, you know, here it is, the before, and here's some of the, you know, <laughs> how they came up with the ideas to do this and that. You, you can find that weekly? on your YouTube channel, right? It was, yeah, it's on Kevin's YouTube channel. And it is, too? I'm okay. Weekly, roughly. I don't really remember the... Okay. I just remember... Whenever Ernie was like, what are you doing? And it would be nothing. He'd just be like, get over here. And just start <laughs> filming stuff. And I'd be like, all right, cool. I'm in the middle of a podcast. Well, it doesn't matter. Get over here. That is right. like, But okay. let, me, let me tell you something. That was that and the Project uh, Smog Castle show I did was the first time I ever got creative notes from Kevin. And let me tell you, it's interesting to get editing notes from someone who you admire for their editing. Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah. He's like, it, that was one of the things he said. He was like, this is really well edited. <laughs> Mike I'm drop, coming to yeah. This is the big one. <laughs> you're only 27. You got much more to go. Yeah, no, but I was just like, no, this is Life don't end here, so. But my favorite piece here is the old quick stop sign. Yeah. And it's only uh, because I, I remember for the first time when you flicked the light on, when we had, had it completely in darkness in here, and it made Ernie silent. Like, he was admiring it for a couple of moments. It made everybody quiet. Mm. And I was just like, yeah, this is really, really cool. Because everything came together so well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's that's a moment. And that I'm was, so happy I have that on camera. That was one of the things that we talked about like back when we were, I hadn't even, like, signed the deal yet yeah. with um, our landlord. And we came back and he said, because we had... This was up at the old stash. It wasn't lit or anything. No, so. no, no. It was right above the was, real counter. Yeah, it's just right above the real counter. And uh, I, I had asked Ernie why we didn't, you know, why light we didn't up. light it up there. He's like, you know what? It's it would would have been such a pain in the ass. And the way I had to frame it, and I had had to help them put that up because that oh, thing. I remember. Was, oh my god, it was hu- no, no. I mean, over at the other stash. Oh, at the other one. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we're talking back in 2007, mm. 2007, 2008, because um, Kevin had purchased this after he'd done... Um, Clerks 2? Clerks 2, yeah. Because mm. he had uh, two made, one got melted, one is now over at the store, and he kept the original. So, oh, wow. you know, this is, hmm. it was there when he was working. It's important, it. yeah. Oh, it's it's a piece of film history. So we've got a couple of questions and a couple of things I know we want to get to. I know we want to talk. I want to talk a little bit about Halloween because um, every year um, I decry the demise of Halloween and I'm not going to let this year be any different. Uh, and then um, we want to talk about Baltimore. I know we want to get to top five. So I just have one thing to say. Anyone who goes out trick-or-treating in the daytime needs to 
not call it trick-or-treating or Halloween. They need to call it something else like Candy Grab Day or something like that. Um, because well, shit, that gets trick-or-treating in the daytime. Because you're not supposed to trick-or-treat in the daytime. You're supposed to wait until it gets pitch black. You're supposed to go out in gangs of kids, that's, like, roaming around, demanding candy from people. That's amateur hour. Because no. then you lose out on the best candy. Well, no, not you Well, yes, yeah, you, you do, do now because people are wimps and they all want to be in bed by 7 o'clock. And it's like, ooh, you know. Well, you know why that is? That's Back in the old days... It was it was really trick or treating, and it was fun, yeah. and you really got dressed up. And you, now it's like, you, you know, let's you, go to you know, mm, what? Oh, but here's no. the, here's my counter argument though. Yeah. Okay. Maybe is that one. police yes. departments started hassling kids for being out too late? They shouldn't. They shouldn't, but they did. My my township, my old township in particular, Howell. Mm. They would be like, "All right, kids, time to go home." Well, you got after, a nine o'clock after like, after like nine. All right, how about a 9.30 curfew and that's it? 9.30, mm. because you've got plenty of dark, because it gets dark at like 6. So you got six, between 6 and 9.30. That's when you should go. Your kids should have to, and you should have to fucking wait. Whatever. Back in the day, we used to, we actually, no, the truth of the matter is, we used to, like, get a hop. You know, I would go with a bunch of my friends, mm. and we would start at, like, 3.30, 4 o'clock, and go around. You're and we would go problem. until 9.30. Yeah. Okay, no, part of the problem, we go until 9.30. Mm-hmm. And then we'd, we'd like scope out the houses that gave out the, the full-size The full-size bars. bars. And then you go back, but you'd have to change up your clothes. So we swapped out. Um, this is the most accurate description yeah. of Halloween I've ever heard. It's a sugar-fueled children's version of The Purge. It I should guess. be. Yes, anyway, it should yes. be. Because if, be. you, if you don't do anything, you should... I mean, you have two bags, one for your candy, one for your... Your pranks. Yeah. Yes, one for, one for your pranks. One for your We tricks. used to literally, I mean, as corny as this sounds, like, yes, I'm a thousand years old, guys. And back in the day, you would literally get together with your friends and practice your tricks. Because if someone, you open the door and they're like, I want a trick, you better be prepared to do some kind of trick. And or it could you, be or a magic you, trick. I mean, it wasn't me. Because you, you got to be good. Because then you get the good candy. Yeah, you could do like the whole like finger, you know, oh, look, you know, my fingers. It could be anything. It could be corny. It could be fun. It could be cute. But you had to, you had to be, you had to sing a little song, whatever it Button was. Button up your overcoat exactly. when the wind is exactly. free. It's like, exactly. I get the fuck off. And that's when you pull out the gun. Juggling, and like, it could be, You, you yes. got fucking show tunes, Playing kid. Playing a harmonica. You're, I mean, there were so many Get out of my yes, fucking face. Get, get so off many my lawn. Oh my God. You have three, <laughs> Thank you, Emmett. two, and one, Emmett, bang. Yes, we did get the, 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 uh, the donuts. In fact, I was very fond of saying this past birthday, not only did I turn 55, but I think I gained 55 pounds because... Um, I had an outpouring of really lovely um, Julia's half folks. of a thousand years old. Yeah. I'm um, the other half then. Helping Emmett. me celebrate this year. So that felt really good. I'm but still thank 27. You. Um, yes, we got, yes, uh, you understood the assignment and uh, and you over-delivered. So we're and, very appreciative of that. And we're, it sh- we should not have daylight savings time at all. I thought we were and getting rid of it. We should, we should have, and we should, because that's a, that's a hill I'll die on because I think it's stupid. Ooh. It I is agree. Yeah. incredibly stupid, we will, and it, we will see. it fucks you up for two weeks, you know, after. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my question for you guys. You were Mischief Night kids, weren't you? Oh, hell yeah. No, now see, that that we weren't. I mean, you not were. in my neighborhood. Really? We okay. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, me and my friends, we were... No. There's some... Eggs. I'm ke- yeah, I'm Shaving past the cream. statute of limitations yeah. on a couple of things. <laughs> I was with a group of people who decided it would be the best idea to smash windows of a of a house they thought was abandoned. Oh wow. And uh it Turns was it, it, it was not. That's why we can't go out at night 
anymore. You guys are the reason why. I was with. I didn't do it. I was with the but juvenile it, delinquents and stuff. So, oh my god, it was funny until the lights came on. Mm. It was funny until the light. And you kidding? Wasn't funny to those people. No, I it bet. was not. Well, probably an insurance adjuster. He's like, son of a bitch. I can't yeah, believe I've got to do this. But yeah, we're the only so state that has stuff like well, that and, Mich- and Michigan. We're the only two states that have. A night before Halloween. Really? Yeah. I, I just learned that, that recently. Hmm. Oh, Balo made us aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris yeah, Abalo. Yeah. Abalo. So anyway, that's my that's my annual lament about the demise of Halloween. Yes. Um, and fuck trunk or treat. Yes. Fuck tr- exactly. Fuck trunk, trunk or treat. Trunk or Thank treat you, Christian. Bullshit. Can you put that up on the on the? Yeah, I got fuck, you. Fuck. fuck so we got two sayings on this show. What the fuck the suits? Trunk or treat. I don't get it. Fuck trunk or treat. It's the stupidest shit. I'm gonna decorate my trunk and drive around. It's like what the fuck? Seriously, if I pop open my trunk, you see all the corpses in there. It's already. I was gonna say, if I'm popping over my trunk, I'm dragging you in, taking your shit, and dumping you back out. I'm not gonna like you know. Oh, my God. Anyway, that's enough of that. So, in other news, yes, Michael and I went down um, to Baltimore last week. We were there from Wednesday through Friday for the annual Diamond, when it was first year back in person after COVID, annual Diamond um, Retailers Summit. And it was great because on the drive down, we were sort of, you know, talking about, are there going to be like 15 people there? Because you hear so much about, oh, comics are dead and, you know, everyone's going out of business. So many people have said this shit. And listen, you know, granted COVID has, in fact, there was a gentleman from Hawaii that came in yesterday and he was saying how, you know, he's had to actually get his comics shipped to him from out of state because Mm -hmm. a lot of the local, all the local comic book shops within driving distance from him had to close down or gone. But... That being said, so there definitely was a lot of pain. Um, that being said, it was a packed conference. There oh were God, a lot insane. of people there. There are a lot of comic book shops that are still open, still thriving. However, mm-hmm. you, uh, we, there was a closing night uh, dinner, and it was, it was lovely by most accounts. Uh, <laughs> but I want to say something to the, the table behind ours. And we, we had... Lovely time. Sat down. Um, we were. It was Scott, Jules, me, and uh, a nice couple from I forget where they Iowa. were from. Iowa. Mm-hmm. They were from Iowa, mm-hmm. and it was very cool. And there was a table behind us. Jules started to flag around what time? Eight o'clock. No, it was, a it was later both, than that. No, it really wasn't. I'm sorry. I no, was I'm asleep talking. by six thirty. That oh, there guys. You yes, I had drank my no, 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 juice. No, no, no. It started at six thirty, and you were. I walked you back to the uh, Oh, no. You know, you're right. After the third sponsor presentation where they got up there and put up like 15 minutes of, you know, know. yes. Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't have to, like, you know, trash the poor people, but Sony. You're about to trash somebody. I'm going to trash the the, the dickheads at the table behind us. So they have an open (laughs) bar. And so I leave. I I bring Jules uh, back to the the hotel. I come back um, to to finish out the night. And... (laughs) There's this group of guys, and they're talking over and loudly, like this, talking like this. Yeah, yeah. how are you? Yeah, so they're all they're all Fuck fucking shit faced. Oh god. Um, and I'm like, uh, everybody around them's like, shh, shut up. And they're like, ah. So I'm like, I look back at the one guy, and I'm like, why do you got to be a douche? I said, just shut up and and let them talk. It was it was it was horrible, and. So it's, it was, it was awful. And they're, 
you know, it's nice to know that there's still alcoholics out there in the comics community. Yeah. Um, yeah. So can so can I go back to my little thing and then you yeah, can Yeah, I was going on my tirade. But hold on. I, You're I, allowed to have a tirade. I'm like, yeah, you are. Yeah, I know. And I was actually trying to tell my story. So, oh, okay. But you just jumped right in there. Well, go ahead. Finish your story I'm, then. It's finished. It's uh, finished? Fuck you, you drunken assholes. There so, we go. There you go. Am I right, Scott? <laughs> Fuck daylight savings time. Um, I wish the group sitting behind us at the dinner would have missed it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, How was the food? The food was terrible, um, as most as most convention food is. But then we're kind of snobs because we cook a lot at home and we make good food. So, yeah. I mean, it was fine. It was fine. Listen, the conference itself was fantastic. I think that the organizers did a beautiful job. Um, it was it was packed. It was a, it was a packed schedule because they condensed it so that we could all go to the Baltimore Comic Con on Friday, which we did, and we had a great time. Um, but what was really exciting was how much investment in time and resources and money that Diamond has put in. Um, and when I say Diamond, you know Steve Jeppy and Josh Jeppy, his son. Oh my God! Um, yes, have put in and their team have put into developing tools to help retailers do even better, reach even more people, build community better, manage their business better. And, you know, some of the stuff that they debuted is... is <laughs> people are going to be like, let me get a screenshot of Mike with his mouth open. No. <laughs> some of the stuff that they debuted is still in the works and it's, and it's, you know, and some of it is, you know, is rolled out. But, you know, it was nice to be there in a community of like-minded people. It was nice to share some stories. Except for that you, table behind us. You always pick up, you know, you always pick up some things when you're talking to other folks, you know, who are, you know, who are either they're... Seeing it's, the same trends or going to the like same you, challenges. It's like your CinemaCon. It really is. Yeah. yeah, it really is. And it was exciting to see what Diamond is doing. It was nice to meet those folks. We had lots of great con con conversations. And, you know, of course, our favorite part, my favorite part, was meeting and being validated. Like, these comic book shop owners that we had the opportunity to sit down and really talk with all have the same goal it's like i'm creating a community where people feel good about coming in and talking about stories their own story other you know the stories that are being told they love art they love writing um and it was just it was just great it was great it was professionally great good for the stash to be there um First and yes ever. i was i was it, the loud it, i was the loud gal when uh, dark horse didn't wasn't able to have a physical presence on site but they did send this really nice video highlighting some of the you know books and some of the new stories and titles that they were coming out with and of course what flashed up on the screen Quick stops, spicy Quick stops, press, and dark horse, Kevin Smith's imprint. Yes, that's so, awesome. I know. Yes, did I literally rise up out of my chair and be like, "Yes," and shimmy, yes, shimmy, yeah, I kind of yeah, yeah. did. Yeah. Luckily, everyone was like, "Yay!" So that was like <laughs> that was that was a nice that was a nice uh, that was a nice moment. But my favorite moment, and there were a lot of great moments, was when Frank Miller fell in love with me. I have to say, yes, that was my absolute favorite moment. So, Mike, how are you, man? <laughs> I'm not threatened in the least. Uh, <laughs> you should. Be. I don't know. Not even a little Frank bit. Frank was there in his Justin. hat, and you know how I feel about men in hats. Yes. Maybe you should be a little jealous. They can dance if they want to. So, Frank they Miller is friends hysterical. He and Dan DiDio were up on stage together. So, Dan DiDio, formerly of DC Comics, um, and Frank have teamed up for Frank Miller Presents, and they were up on stage. They were talking about the, you know about the new business and what people could expect and they just are hysterical together like they had the whole room cracking up i mean they were going at each other but in a funny way yeah so later um later it was at the yeah it was it was the same day or the next day because that was lunchtime right 
And, yeah. then, and then later that day, they had sort of the exhibitors' booths, and, and Frank was yeah, signing. Yeah, we did a mini exhibit, and they had Frank signing lithographs. They had Frank signing lithographs, and so. Ooh. Which is for, um, we can we can name it, uh, Ronin 2. Yeah. Ronin too. So we were in line, and 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 you know the and the handlers were coming by saying, "Now listen, you go up, you don't get a picture, and you you know he's not going to personalize it. He's you know he's just going to write his name, and then you and then you move on. Okay, mm-hmm. please don't hold up the line." So we were all like, "Okay," and everyone was really respectful. And we were the last nice. ones online. We yeah. were the last ones. On. We were you the, can tell your you can tell your line story. Listen, let me finish my friend's sure, story because I'm like part palpitations here. So I get up in line. And people are coming, and Frank was delightful. He was really nice to everybody, at least, at least from what I could see. So I get up there, and he's like here, and he says, uh, he said, and he looks up at me, and I said, hello, Mr. Miller. It's really great to meet you. And he looks up at me, and he, and then he does like one of these things where he looks at me, he looks at me again, and then he's like leans forward in his hat and does double looks take. right into my eyes and says, you could have been a Cold War spy. And I was like, but like in, no. like, in like a great way, and I'm like, um, and so I kind of looked at that's, him and I that's said, your line? I said, how do you know I'm not? And he looked at me and he smiled in his Frank Miller <laughs> smile, which I've grown to adore. And he says, you're too young, sweetheart. And I looked at him, or my dear, I think he said, you're too young, my dear. I love what Mike was telling me this story too. He was like, oh my I God, know. it's so cool. <laughs> I mean, now he's sitting here all quiet and stoic like, yeah, um, Frank Miller flirted with my wife. This and I awesome. looked at him and I said, are you sure? Are you absolutely certain? Time travel does exist in our multiverse. He and gonna, he just laughed, yes. He ain't so. going to hug everybody and talk to them for 30 minutes. He's not Kevin Smith. <laughs> he no, was, actually. He was it doing wasn't some 30, stuff, It so. wasn't 30 minutes, but he did personalize my lithograph, and I did have a moment with Frank Miller. So um, That's please up. don't anyone you know, uh, at me or anything like that with any stories about Frank Miller being rude because I don't want to hear it. Frank Miller's a hero in my eyes, and... We have a thing. So anyway, that's my story. That's my story. So yes. Now, what were you going to say? Oh, yes, about the line, about being last in line. Yeah, Dan DiDio. And yes. he's he's partners with Frank Miller. They do Frank mm-hmm. Miller's Frank Miller Presents. Oh, I really enjoyed meeting. He's fantastic. Dan DiDio. I've met him a couple of times before. Kevin's yeah. uh, podcasted with him. He's a, a, I've, I've always liked him. And he has a nice smile. Yeah, here's the thing about being a comic book publisher. People are going to think that you're a fucking piece of shit. No matter what. Really? If you're the publisher, Jim Shooter kept uh, everything like on a timetable. And uh, he wouldn't let people get away with half-ass work. Like Jean Grey, Phoenix, died because Jim Shooter's like, she has to pay for her crimes. She she destroyed a uh, a planet. It doesn't matter that there were aliens on it. You know, they're, they're alien <laughs> beings. But they she has to pay for it. So... That's where we get the death of Phoenix. So, but I don't necessarily see that as a bad thing. I think that like that creates that goes on to make like one of the coolest arcs in comics. Of course, but they didn't want to do it. Chris Chris Claremont and John Byrne they thought it was editorial meddling. Oh, uh, okay. Because they had a story arc planned. Oh, so this is this is a situation of fuck the suits type deal. Yes, but no, because it did become this is this is one where you've got uh, a suit who's also a um, a creative type. Mm-hmm. So he, Frank uh, Jim Shooter, is legitimately a creator himself. Yeah, I mean he's he, but know, he's handing out these mandates and stuff like that. Where but it's that's like, it as feels meddling as his his right. Yeah, because he's the one in charge of. You know that this is when Marvel was at its most cohesive, 
and shit just threaded all around. Um, so I'm, I understand that, and mm-hmm. so fuck the suits, but you can't fuck the suits if they're also a creator type. Yeah. So Dan DiDio is, he got a lot of shit for- See, you, our, our, our general statement is now tricky when you consider that James Gunn is now a suit. Yes, he is, but- you know, this is... This In a is, good way. But this is our way of the fuck the suits. He's not wearing a suit now, is he? No. No. He better not. Dan DiDio is not wearing a suit right now with Frank Miller Presents. Uh, Jim Shooter, I think he wore uh, a tie, but I don't think he wore a suit. Okay. He did wear a tie. Fair. So, um, But my point being that people hated DiDio because he wanted to kill off Nightwing at the end of Infinite uh, Crisis. He was going to kill Nightwing. Arguably, their DC Comics best character, even better than Superman, even better personal, than Batman. A personal yes. favorite, Come of Michael Sapsic. Yes, better than Batman. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you? How do, I, that? How do no, I? No, 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 no. Like with corporate mandates and stuff like that with comic books. Like, how do you, quote unquote, argue that? So, like, I mean, I know what argue that somebody has to die. Well, not somebody that has to die, but like, how do you fight against like corporate notes if you can? Because, I mean, these guys are putting out your comic books at the end of the day. So, like, mm. are you able to fight for that? Or do you just be, or are they just going to be like, we'll get somebody else? Or do or do comic book creators have, like, the right of refusal? Like, I'm curious if that... Do you understand what I'm asking? Or? I'm, you're, you're asking if an editor-in-chief is... If he's like, all right, I, I will take over as architect of this whole thing. And I'll, I will run roughshod over these... This group of creative people. Mm-hmm. That's, and I I think ultimately it comes down to sales. They yeah. don't really care it, as long as you um, mm. you know you get results. Yeah. I think that's what they're they're looking for. They, they want I, the numbers. I, I think that there's a great there's a great. Um, you're absolutely right. And Dan DiDio actually addressed this a little bit in his keynote speech when he said that you know a lot of people were kind of making fun of there being so many variant covers because it's difficult to. It's difficult to get new collectors sometimes in because they because they walk in they're like where do I get started and you're like well how about this book this is a great book and they're like uh which which is the first one they're like they're all number ones it's like well but which one is the very first starting they're all the same story on the inside it's just the cover that's different and you know and it's a little overwhelming and a little intimidating because then of course they're like well do I have to buy them all and how do I choose and so so there was an, an interesting and I, I don't have. I haven't formed an opinion about that, but it was interesting that that was a topic of discussion. But Dan DiDio said, he says, you know, in my role at DC, no matter what I thought, what my personal feeling about it was, when I had the overlords come to me and say, we need to increase profits by X percentage, and I got those numbers, and I said, well, I could take a shot on on a new book that might sell a few hundred copies, or I could just create two new covers for a best-selling book and make them variants, and I you know I could make those numbers. There's pressure, right? Yeah. Even on creatives who would typically take chances and be a little more inclusive, you know, with different stories and different storytelling, just to like you know slap a new cover on there and you know and just put it out again. Yeah, and put it out again mm. and do that. So I and I, I know that there's a there's you know that there's a lot of good reasons to do that too. Hell, I picked up a new book and I bought all four variant covers because it's like it's like an incredible story and I loved all the artwork. So I think that there's you know there's something to be said. For both sides of the story, but but you could do yeah, but both. profit motive, like sure. you said, profits. Yeah. Well, but you could. It's like running. Uh, we're actually we're um, binging The Good Wife, mm-hmm. which is like a, a lawyer show. 
I like lawyer shows. Lawyer shows. I actually you're a big love. West Wing fan, aren't you? I was a oh, huge West, West Wing. Fan. Oh my god, I I love uh, cerebral, cerebral, cerebral. Yeah, cerebral. yeah, you had it. Um, I love cerebral um, shows that you know aren't just action. I, I don't need that shit. Bartlett's our uh, president. Yeah, yes. Bartlett for yeah. Let Bartlett be Lord Bartlett. <laughs> yes. Let Didio be Didio. No, I'm, I'm with you on those lawyer shows. Um, my, one of my favorites was, uh, oh my God, Carrie Washington was the lead Shonda Rhimes show. Oh, wasn't, uh, wasn't that like Scandal? Scandal. There you go. That show was dope. So, really? But The Good Wife is, they they have to set a certain amount of hours aside for pro bono work, which is what almost all lawyers do. Um, so you can, when you justify that, multi-million dollar payout and you know it's like yeah you know you're popping the the champagne it's like we just you know we just, just landed beat, a new client or we just we just beat big tobacco pop you know yeah that payout allows you to take small cases that are like passion cases mm -hmm. um i think that aztec was one of the dc passion projects by uh mark miller and grant morrison okay mm. uh aztec he was he was on justice league unlimited um, he was just this superhero who was really good at stuff. That's that was his superhero. <laughs> that was his I'm a really I'm really, really good, good at, at stuff. stuff. I can walk and yeah. chew gum at the same time. Dance I'm really lucky. He's, he could he could run and chew Am gum I driving at the you crazy time. by the way cuz I am not anywhere near my mic. Can you am I driving you nuts? I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Okay, good. Well, that's fine. A bad um, mic user. So, um I I think you you do that. You you put out your like four variant covers, and that lets you do that small passion project or that, that Nightwing miniseries that, you know, needs time to take off because people are like, oh, oh my God, this is... Yeah. Oh, my God, John what? Gwynn. I'm so sorry. I just... That would what? be fucking brilliant. John Gwynn's idea for a new lawyer show. Kevin Smith this is Perry Mason. Mason. I was just talking. In fact, You're Michael and I on the way down were playing like all the theme songs from all the old shows that we used to love. And Perry Mason was one of my favorites. Kevin would make a fucking amazing Perry Mason. He would. You think so? I'm trying to think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he actually I think would. He would. I think he would. He'd have, you know, maybe. But you got, I mean, I've got Raymond Burr in my head, though. Then he's like, I, yeah, Raymond I, Burr. I, I think, I think Wait. he could pull it off. I think he could pull it off. Side though. topic. What were some of the theme songs that you were, like, reminiscing about? Oh, my gosh. Everything. Oh. Everything. McHale's Navy, Gilligan's Island, Dragnet, I'm not going to front. I've been smart. on a similar. I've been on a similar really? kick recently, yeah, yeah, and it yeah. started with "Believe It or Not," oh, and yes! walking on air <laughs> with "Greatest Never American Hero," yeah. and so because free. of that, then it spirals into what I used to do, which was watch that, then put in my Jefferson's discs that yes. my dad had, because my dad also remade the theme song, but he loved the Jeffersons, mm -hmm. so we had copies of that, and then oh, uh, yeah. oh my god, so many good theme I songs. I loved so many the Jeffersons ones. on. Mm -hmm. All in the family. When but they were here, yeah. When they, but when they moved on up, there was it was. Yeah, but um, when, but when they did no, appear on the show after they moved up, it was always funny because it was, it was like, "Hey, what are you doing back yeah. here, man? What's going on? Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're slumming. Uh, we're slumming. What's up, Cracker? What do you call? What do you call Archie? Oh you call him Cracker. You called him something. He, yeah, he did. He did cracker. have. He did have a name for him. Cracker was one of them. <laughs> the, one, the one thing I will say, you Honky. know, in terms Call of like, Honky. Honky. that's to, what he called him. <laughs> to bring back a little bit of the fuck the suits thing and the and the conference, I, I I was amazed and very excited to see so many new or maybe not new new but independent publishers that are that are 
writing stories from perspectives of like different markets and taking risks on new creators. And we met a lot of them. I haven't had, we got back from the conference and we had an event at the store. Thank yeah, you, Alton Simpson. Vampires of yeah. New Jersey was here on Saturday. So happy and so, so grateful he could join us to help celebrate Halloween. He had, you know, a lot of people show up to support him and he does great work. So that was great. But yeah, I'm still playing a little bit of catch up with my notes. We all next are, so, next week yes. though, I want to bring in some of the books that we picked up. Um, that yeah. we want to encourage people to check out some of these other publishers and some of these other storylines because honestly, I think that the way that the comic book industry is going to continue to grow is if people like Kevin Smith and Secret Stash Press um, and Frank Miller Presents and other and and Source Point Press mm -hmm. um, with our good friend Garrett Gunn yeah. um, and a, a lot of other these a lot of other publishers um, continue writing and producing stories. I mean, DC and Marvel are always going to be fantastic, but we need we need more. We need more. And there's more out there, a lot Mark, more, and it's really some of it's pretty fucking fantastic. Question for you guys: Does, does that consider is that considered independent, or is it like yeah. like an offshoot of independent? No, it's, it's, it's comic all, book independent. Yeah, the ones I'm talking about were in, where you are, are independent. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. Small press. Mm -hmm. What's What's cool moving forward? It's not just with comic books, and it's with media. I've noticed this with mm -hmm. animation. I've noticed this a lot recently. Is that a lot of people are just being like, you know what? Fuck the studio system. Mm. Let's just do this on our own. There's a there's a an amazing show on YouTube or the pilot is out there, but the show comes out next year for a show called Hasbin Hotel. Mm. And Hasbin Hotel was about uh, a demon who opens up a hotel in hell to rehabilitate sinners and demons. And it's a funny concept, mm. but. They, the way that this woman, uh, Vivian, approached it, was she was just like, I want to make my fucking show the way I want to fucking do it. Mm. And no one's going to tell me how I'm going to do it. So she made the pilot episode, and it got like 30 million views in a very quick amount of time. Wow. And A24 picked it up. But they were like, just give her the freedom. Just do let her do what she's got to do. We'll just sit back and watch mm -hmm. because she also has another show called uh, Hell of a Boss with a similar premise, and it's also doing amazingly well on YouTube. That's great but to now hear. there's people following the trend of like, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna make my show mm -hmm. and just do it. Figure out a way to do it for a costly amount. And I really love this move towards independence. It kind of reminds me of the. Mm of the the 90s like film resurgence where people like Tarantino and Kevin were starting to emerge mm -hmm. Robert Rodriguez but instead of it just being in film you're seeing it in comic books in artwork and just general everything because Television. that's mm -hmm. because there are new platforms like there's podcasting there's mm -hmm. what well, which isn't new no. but I mean it's starting to you know mm -hmm. a lot of people like oh it's a fad it's like yeah this fad has <laughs> been around really? for like 12 years so well that's what they said about television television mm -hmm. television will never get traction it'll never take away from te uh, from from uh, cinema yeah from the movie theaters mm -hmm. that's yeah that's a crock of shit yeah yeah i've watched so i've watched way better tv shows than i have movies yeah do you think that um that people like kevin who have been out there preaching for years about you know if you have a if you have an idea if you want to create something don't wait for permission you know go for it yeah. has you know has helped to fuel people to having the courage to go out and do their independent stuff because i'm thinking for even even the smog castle cinemas um first annual um film festival which by the way michael and i bought our tickets yesterday nice. so we could see what 
Wrong Reasons. Wrong Reasons by Josh Roush. Josh Roush. Um, So, you know, but I just I just remember being blown away when I heard how many submissions. I mean, you know, you guys thought you were going to get what, like a few hundred? We thought we were going to get like a hundred. And you got over over like a thousand. And, you know, and so over a thousand people. And think that's only the people that knew about it and, you know, and were able to get their shit in on time. Think about all the other people that are out there creating who, you know, will be in there next year too. Or (laughs) we're typing up the shit and like, oh, fucking A, I got to get this, you know, down on paper. And they're like, when is the submission? And these are guys who are working on, it was a kick in the ass. Rather than pat on the back, like, oh, good for you're, you're writing a screenplay, good for good you. For you. That, you know, mm-hmm. uh, someone told me best bit of advice I have ever gotten that the um, the only difference between a pat on the back and a kick in the ass is eighteen inches. So. <laughs> I like that one. I, yeah, that's yeah. actually pretty good. But do you think that that's do you think that that's part of like this new? I do. You know, I, I mean. People that's taking, been, that's not been, waiting for permission. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I'm such a fan of Kevin in the first place mm. is that just kind of fuck it attitude. Just do what you want to do. Like one of my favorite projects I ever made was just like, you know what? I want to fucking do this. And it was my, it was uh, the idea that I was like, you know what? I want to make a Christmas special this year. I have no idea how the fuck to do it, but I'm going to do it. And I did it. And it's one of my favorite projects on my YouTube channel. Shout out to it's an Anderson Harbor Christmas. Go check it out. It's fun. <laughs> um, but like it was, it was one of it's one of those things where I'm really glad to see it. And I think it's also going to change the the suits system in a big bad way because they're going to so. look at it and be like, we're going to get left in the dust if we don't start to invest in these original IPs and stuff like that. And I and I understand mm. the easier bet without a doubt is known IP it's like you were talking about put out a variant cover and you're good to go Mm -hmm. but most people don't I I feel like suits forget is that that IP that you're so beloved about started out as an original concept that you had to take a risk on and look at how fruitful it's become yep and then if you don't give any of these new titles or new projects a chance what's the point you're just going to keep rehashing the same shit over and over again. Of course again. you are. How many times have we seen Spider-Man's origin? How many? Ugh. How many? Um, what about Batman? How many times have you seen those pearls fall? And by the way, that was a Frank Miller thing. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The pearls? Yeah. Fucking Frank. Six Degrees is fucking Frank okay. Miller. Frank Miller. Yes, we should do that one time. Yes. Um, so, um, Shane, such a tease. We can't wait to listen. Ooh, Shane okay. just said that he has uh, box uh, box music and another audio treat. Ooh, Ooh yeah, I yeah, can't wait to see that. Superman, Superman was an independent at one time. He got bought out by oh, two right. kids, two Jewish kids from Cleveland. <laughs> Amazing, Jerry Siegel yeah. and Joe Schuster, couple of kids who you know um, they were in you know from lower middle class families, and they mm. had an idea, and actually. In the beginning, in like 1932, when they started pitching it, was it 32 or 33? Let's say 32. Let's say it just gives you a comfort year. Yeah, it gives me a comfort. Right, let's go 33, because why the hell not? Okay. So um, that was, uh, I mean, boom. It's it. When they started pitching it, Superman was more like Lex Luthor. He was a bad guy. Superman was a bald villain who had mental powers who would take over the. He tried to take over the world. Hold because on, let me put my comics college hat big, on. All right, what? For 30 seconds, yeah. He was, uh, you can look it up. Uh, Superman was originally supposed to be more like Lex Luthor than he was like Superman, like Clark Kent. And he was, um, 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's uh, kind of wild, actually. I don't know how to... Don't go Lex. Just go uh, original Superman. Original Superman story. Uh, you can go original. Yeah, original... Design? Concept. Original concept. Concept. There you go. Let's see. Whoa! There you go, Reign of the Superman. That's right. Reign of that, Superman. That's very... Reign badass, right? That's crazy. Yeah. I'm sharing that, people. That's actually uh, really cool looking. Yeah. So... It... it it's basically it makes Superman look like the the fucking Wizard of Oz. I know it's it's kind of kind of eerie and evil. Yeah, uh, I don't like that, but in a in a good way. Let's like, put it this way: um, there's a, a thank God that they got rejected by the suits because eventually it became what it is, like Superman being kick ass. So. Um, is this the episode where we just kind of relinquish fuck the suits, or is this... No, like, no, no. We're going to be like, we'll, we'll add a codicil, except for, <laughs> except for Dan Didio, Dan Didio, uh, James Gunn, you know, uh, some of the other people. Well, we're just going to replace the suits, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to yeah, replace the suits. Once, once um, like, let's let's get a couple more people into key positions, and then it'll just be replaced the I suits. I mean, Clark Kent wore a suit, but when he became Superman, what did he do? Ripped off the tie, ripped off his... He said, right? fuck the suit, I'm he Superman. Suit, I'm fucking Superman, right? Yeah. Give me fuck my the Tyson. suit, here's my other suit. <laughs> yes, it's, it's my, my uh, other costume. Shall we do right. uh, top five? We oh. do a really top quick five. top five. All right, where, five. wait, where's my top five? Where's my top five can I video? Can I push the button? No? Well, no, I don't know. Where, I have an intro for it, but oh. I don't know where the hell it went. Because I thought you had a program. I just could just push one of these lo lovely colored buttons. Yeah, press a button. Let's see what happens. That's the theme song. There's top five. Beautiful. Top five. Top five. See, this is top why five. I replaced it because I can. I really want to go here. Top five. All right, top five time, Mike. What All you right. got? All right, we're gonna do uh, first up. Uh, Golden Rage. This continues the island of older women. Uh, I, I love this concept. It's and you would be the queen of this island. They go there and they fight to the death, but you would kick all their asses, honey. It's like Golden Girls meets uh, what? Battle Royale. Golden Rage. Yes. Check Golden. it out, people. Uh, here you go. Batman and Joker, the deadly duo. This is Whoa. by Mark Silvestri and um, Greg Capullo and. Well, Greg Capullo is doing uh, most of the covers. They're like 15 covers, but this is insane. Batman's got to team up with his worst enemy and nightmare, and um, it's is it even black or white? No, that's just the concept on uh, the back. Uh, there you go, inked pages. Yeah, wow. So that's pretty badass. Number two. Now what's number, number three? Number three is Batman 129, continuing the story arc of uh, Batman is. Um, I can't. You don't want to spoil I, it. I don't want to spoil it because there's so much in here that is newer. Yeah. yeah. If mm -hmm. I if I give anything away, it's it's actually a big deal. If you yeah. give like one detail, Chip Zdarsky is is kicking ass and um, taking names. Yeah, he is. Number four, uh, Night of the Ghoul. This is oh again, this my is really cool. god, that cover. It's, that cover's gross. It's uh, Scott Snyder and um, feels like creep Francesco Francovia. Who I love as an artist, he's fantastic. He did the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and he did a uh, cover for Masquerade oh, One word. too. And he did, yes. Um, but this is, um, this gentleman is putting together like a lost movie. 
it's like getting all the clips and they they've broken it up on purpose because um to have it complete is a danger to society a danger mm-hmm. to society yes what how many issues is that this is that's an issue how, and they're they're thick so, i am yeah i'm probably picking that yeah, up today you, you and number five is secret invasion ahead of the um disney plus tv show that's coming out with samuel uh, jackson's Inv- return yep. are we all going together to the black panther movie i would love that That'd we be should cool. we should make sure that happens uh we can and kevin is actually doing a black panther event so so oh, then I'm probably working can, it. Yeah. Really? We can go there. So, and to find out At more information Smod about Cinemas. that, you would go to smodcastlecinemas.com, yeah, Smod right? Yeah. yeah Smodcastle Cinemas. You can find out what's going on and you can buy your tickets. And because... Bonus comment? We are... Oh, very much so. Because we're biased. This drops today. Quick Stops. Quick Stops. Quick Ooh. Stops. Uh, this is the um, Secret Stash variant of Quick Stops. We also have an, an ultra rare... Thing from another world, uh, variant by Mike, by Allred. Mike Allred. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just this quick stops, and it's really, really cool. It takes place at a uh, Chronicon, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Wow! And we've also got a thing in here. You get, sucked into you a get, <laughs> you get insight into uh, <laughs> and we've got our own. Yes, we do. You got your own and that, and that, yeah. that I believe, is a thanks thanks to uh, the fantastic Nate Gonzalez, correct? Yes, he did that, that one, I think. I think I saw him talking about that. So that's great. Yeah, and we are, uh, yeah, the last, so, so not only did we get back from the conference, Saturday was an event, but then we hit the ground running, and we've got piles and piles and piles of boxes to take to the post office we today uh, for our subscribers to Quick Stop. So thank we, you, everyone. A, a shout out for, to, to Knucklehead? To Knucklehead? Yeah. Well, there's so many to choose from. Who, which, I know, but which, our which Knucklehead are you talking about? Narrow it down. Johnny William. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Our Knucklehead. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Get, get well soon. Uh, he was Mikey. out. Mikey. Mikey. Um, all right. Hey, all right. Biggest of the big. Biggest of the... Ooh, Mr. Perfect. Ooh, Mr. Ernie. Perfect. That's Ernie. Ernie. That's Mr. Ernie. Perfect. Yes, um, yes, yes. So Johnny Make Mr. Well. Perfect happy. Buy tickets to the uh, Smod Castle Film Festival. Yes. 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 Help the castle keeper. Yes, help the Support castle your keeper. local yes. castle keeper, okay? So, yeah. Yeah, get well soon, That's Johnny. That's a good t-shirt idea. I Support know. your local Zaps castle keeper. Zaps the quick stops. Yeah, of course we are. Can we... We're super excited can about that. Can we get that. Ernie to look like the uh, the Crypt Keeper? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, he sort of already does. Um, Actually, the man <laughs> doesn't age. He really doesn't. The picture that he keeps in his closet that ages for him, like the, the picture the of Dorian Gray. Dorian Gray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, just just a t- anyone who's local and uh, wants to hop in the car and drive over to Bellworks in Homedale, New Jersey, uh, there will be Super Jersey Expo. Yeah, Super Jersey Expo this weekend. This weekend, this Saturday. Uh, doors open for VIPs at 10. I think general admission may begin at 11, but the stash is going to be there along with Smod Castle Cinemas. That's true. We're going to share a table, and we're going to be talking about everything Kevin Smith, View Askew, Jay and Silent Bob, cinema-related, we'll comics-related. We'll have Secret Stash Press books there. We will. For we'll folks. have Masquerade yeah. 1 and 2 and Quick Stops. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will be there as soon as I get done. I've got a super secret project going on um, that yeah that we're filming. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, very cool. I don't even know what this is. I yeah. know. We'll have to fill you in when we're 
Not yeah, on a hot off, mic. Yeah. Hot mic moment. Yeah, no, no hot mic. When we're no actually off the air, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> and I don't have to chop in a, a ch- chop in an, an ac- so, chop out an accidental yeah, spoiler but besides or two. Us, there'll be ton. I mean, Bell Works first of all is a gorgeous building, and you would just enjoy visiting there if you haven't already been there. It's um, like it's like King Kong knocked over the Empire State Building on its side. On its side, it's, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that's and, how big uh, it is. But there'll be a lot of vendors there. So if you love comics, if you love pop culture. Um, and if you don't, what the fuck are you out. watching us for? Exactly. Holy exactly, shit. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to drop your name. <laughs> Christopher Ham. Did you bring that? That's a little bit off camera for a reason, Christian? It's not off camera. It's on oh, camera. It's on camera? that's going to be there all the time now. That is my new favorite thing. Cool. So we had someone visit town recently and gift me some of the coolest freaking... Ghostbusters merch I've seen oh, in a long time. Please, can you say it? The real Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters. Because there is a dis- there's right. a big distinction. Next week, we're going to tell you the difference between the Ghostbusters and the real Ghostbusters. Because I actually know this. I do, so, too. Yeah. This is... Uh, then good. We're going to... We're gonna, this is going to be a good episode. And we're the autographed copies of people. Quick Stops. Are, are we going to be... Are, we gonna, are, you, are my schlepping um, Quick Stops signed copies? Issue number one with us yes. over to Bellworks? Yes. A few. I mean, we're keeping the majority of them in store because we want you to come visit us in the store. But yeah, yeah, we'll have a selection. But I just wanted to say special thank you, shout out to Millard Frymore for these amazing fucking Ghostbusters. He got me the whole freaking set. Did you just call him Millard Fillmore? I did. Excellent. Millard Fillmore. Thank you so much. You may have been a terrible president, but you're Frymore. a gift. Frymore? Frymore. Okay, good. A little inside baseball. Gotcha. Wait, what'd you say? The Ghostbusters cartoon was terrible. Thank God for the real Ghostbusters. You're absolutely right, Emmett. You're absolutely Oh, my right. God. Yeah, he's right. Yes, he oh, is. my. <laughs> I thought he was talking about real Ghostbusters no, for a no, second, no. and then I was like, oh, I know which one he's talking Cut about. Cut the feet. Cut it. Yeah, I was, to, I, was, I, was, I was about to. Kick him off. Kick him off, I was about to rage, man. I was like, they, Emmett, you better be sending more, yeah. more donuts over no, to feed. You're good. I was about to say, <laughs> to man. Quell, quell the we rage. We got beef. Because <laughs> I'm done to fight, man. Um... So, uh, Facebook user, um, so thank right there, says <laughs> loves Facebook us because he's having surgery. Where is it? Love you all, oh. especially while uh, waiting for my two and a half hour surgery. Ah, uh, sorry about you going under the knife, but sorry, man. Thanks, but so thank much you for, for watching. watching. Yeah, that's awesome. I just wish we. Well, it doesn't tell us who it is, unfortunately. Yeah, I but know. Like, whatever. Whatever's going on, we hope it Somebody's is resolved like, quickly. Check in with us next week yeah. and let us know how Somebody's everything went. Somebody's waiting at the door. Is, uh, are, do I need to go open that? I don't know. That, uh, we might have a... Uh, hold on. Hold on. I'll go get it. Yeah. It is almost I'm gonna, opening I'm going to say goodbye because I know we well, have to sign off. Well, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but thank you, Julia. Thank you, Christian. This was thank a you. great episode. This was. This um, one flew by. I feel like I always, did get does, educated. Damn it. Um, yeah. This. Uh, thank you to, to Steve and Josh Jeppy, the Jeppy family. Uh, of they, they just do amazing things, and they love comics. I've never seen anybody more, like, all about um, pop culture than these people. Yeah. This, this family. And, and, you know, it shows. So, thank you so much. Uh, thank you all for listening. Big um, time. Oh, uh, I also want to give a special shout out to uh, Bill Boza and Beth Longo for saving our ass for that Dogma show. Big okay. time. They helped in a big, bad way. Right. They know what they did. And they will—they are surely appreciated by me, by Kev, everybody in the team. Thank you guys so much. 
Uh, Mike, I think that was it. Mike, Julia, thank you guys again for another wonderful episode of Live awesome. from the Secret Stash. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's go. This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com. <laughs>